my friends, welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way Podcast with Dusty. Hopefully you're doing well on your journey. You're a few days out from the marathon. I'm getting psyched! Alright, not really. Psyched. Intimidated, but I am ready. Nevertheless, this all has to do with something having to do with the mental side of this journey. But the marathon, we're just going to kind of fuse all of that and see where we go with this. So, in order for me to realistically run a marathon um, and do so without cramping and and just not being able to complete or finish it, I've got to build up my glycogen storage. So, we're going to talk a lot about glycogen. So, glycogen is what your body uses for energy. And so oftentimes the glycogen that we use comes from, or glycogen that we use comes from the food that we eat. And so when we have something that is um, more carbohydrate dense, it contributes to a higher glycogen, thus the carb load that they talk about for the marathon. So, you know, when we talk about losing weight, a a focus on protein uh, and fiber uh, is where your your focus should be. I mean, this kind of goes hand in hand with that as far as the uh, reduction of carbs. Typically what folks do when they try to lose weight, they go on a low carb. That's why you see folks initially successful with losing a lot of weight on keto is because the, the burning of fuel, uh, burning of fat, um, comes from less of the glycogen storage and more from the fat that is existing. So the fat burning. Now this may kind of dwindle, not dwindle, but, um, find itself in the conversation of plateaus, which we can talk about a little bit, but in order for me to build up my endurance to run the full 26.2, I've had to really work on my glycogen reserves, building glycogen reserves. That's why they have you do long runs and then do rest recovery, recovery runs, smaller runs. You've seen on my marathon training on Instagram. I've done speed workouts and, and rest days in, incorporated. So I'm building myself up into this range. And so I started off with long runs of six miles, then eight miles, 10, 12, 14. I did a couple 15s and some 18s. I did a 21. I built up my ability to go farther. And what that is, is yes, it's building my stamina, but it's building my glycogen reserves. My body, you'll actually gain weight during marathon training. Why? Because the glycogen that your body uses for fuel to go the length of length that you need to go is your body stores more glycogen. Now with that, water, you almost need two times the amount of water for the glycogen that you're storing. So you have to think the, the water that you're Uh, intaking, the water that you're holding, your body needs it for the reserves in order for you to run that 26.2, for you to run. And really, that could be any running distance. Your body adapts itself. Again, we've talked about the homeostasis, the biodome of the body, how our body's intelligent and smart enough to, when there's a cut, to go heal itself. Our body's very intelligent. And so it will adapt itself based on what you're doing. So if you have a bodybuilding, a running, a CrossFit, whatever your lifestyle is, your body will begin to adapt. Well, what happens with 
building up to a marathon, you do gain weight. You end up gaining weight because of that stored and that reserved. I have gained weight during this marathon prep. I expect that to not be the case afterwards as I get more into a bodybuilding, running, kind of hybrid athlete uh, approach, more cardio-focused, hit training-focused. But I have gained weight because of the increased storage and reserves of glycogen. Now, how that intertwines with the weight loss journey is when you start your journey of weight loss, what oftentimes happens is because of the reduction in calories, your body has a storage of glycogen that it uses for energy. And it's used to that energy input that you're giving. What are you, fast food, eating at home, whatever it is, your body's used to the intake. And so it uses the intake for energy. And whatever energy that you don't expend, that you don't use, that's what's stored as fat. So that's why it talks about how when you consume food, you've got to burn it. So that way it's kind of an even playing field. It's a maintenance. Now, if you are consuming less and doing more, you're going to tend to lose weight. Now, if you're consuming more and burning less, you're going to tend to gain weight. So what happens is when you first initially go on your weight loss journey, and this really intertwines with the mental side of this journey, is what happens, your body's used to the energy that you're bringing in. Well, now all of a sudden, you are not bringing in as much energy, not much glycogen, not as much reserves. So there's not that much more water that you need because you're not storing more glycogen for reserves. And what happens is when you start working out and eating less calories, your body is burning through first the reserves that it has. And so if our body is holding double the amount of water for the glycogen and we're reducing calories and working out more, that initial 10 to 15 pounds that you're losing isn't fat loss. It isn't fat loss. That 10 to 15 pounds, that is water weight. That's why you can, I don't know how many times I've done it, but how many times have you gone on an extreme diet for a week or two? It's like, man, I dropped 10 pounds in the first week. Man, I dropped 15 pounds in this amount of time. It's water weight. You have to consider the glycogen effect. The glycogen effect is really everything. I mean, glycogen is energy for the body. When you have too much energy and you don't expend it, you store fat and you get bigger. If you take in energy and you burn more than you have in your reserves, then it starts burning fat. And so that's why the calorie deficit talks about how, hey, you're already burning weight. You're already burning calories by getting up, getting down, going to work. Like you have your um, your BMI, your basal metabolic rate for your liver to function, for your body to do what it normally does, it's gotta burn this amount of calories. And then depending on the activity that you do, when you build your number of calorie deficiency, it's considering that, hey, this is how much energy you're gonna take in, this is how much you're burning, so if you reduce your calories by this much, you're gonna lose this much weight. That's the fundamentals of the calorie deficiency to lose weight. So the glycogen effect is one of the foundational things of this all is where is your glycogen reserve and how much water are you storing for the reserves that you're keeping? And so here's how it intertwines with the mental side. If you know going in and if you know starting over again, because those of us that regain and I'm going to start this again, 
We're all on different journeys. We're all at different points. If you go into it mentally knowing that that first 10 to 15 pounds isn't fat loss and it's actually just water weight or it's just hold, hold it or reserved water, that's going to change your mindsets on how long this approach to this journey has got to be. You know, if I do a solid six weeks, I'm, hey, sure, in the midst of the six weeks, you sure may be able to burn some fat. But a lot of that beginning weight is not going to be fat loss. It's going to be that reserved energy, glycogen, water reserves, double the amount of water per the reserves. It's going to be founded in you're losing fluid, you're not losing fat. So you've got to approach this in... I've got to do this long enough that after my water reserves are depleted, it's not like you're not carrying any water, but the excessive water because of the excessive reserves for glycogen, depending on how much you've been over consuming and, and stuff like that. How, how long do I have to stick with this or stay the course with this so that I can turn this into fat loss? That mentality is going to really, really help. And honestly, that's where plateaus come from. You lost in, uh, some weight initially. You fluctuated the glycogen reserves and the water weight and all that. You, you, you did what you were doing and it was going great. And then all of a sudden the weight loss stalled or the weight loss stopped. That's good. If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and the weight loss stops, that's actually good. Because no longer are you in this phase of burning reserves with excessive water. But it's you actually slowly transitioning into, okay, this is going to turn into fat loss now. And again, this is you doing what you're supposed to be doing. I've been sticking to my plan, but sticking to my exercise. I'm doing this, doing this, doing this in my, in my stall plateau. It's hitting and it's not moving. That's a good thing. Your body's adjusting. Your body's adapting. Your body's moving. Your body's saying, whoa, this isn't a high fluctuation situation like water weight. But this is actual body composition, body changes. You, you got to give your body time to restructure itself. I mean, you're not going to have a company restructure of a Fortune 500 company overnight. They're, the, the company I work for, they're returning employees to the office three days a week. But they're not putting that in place for like three to six months. In fact, they've been rolling out two days a week for about nine months now. They're not just immediately overnight going to say, hey, we're restructuring this plan. They're giving folks time to taper the way in taper, let's go back to the marathon. I am tapering into my marathon. I am restructuring my body to have complete and full energy for the day of race day and not be depleted, sore, and completely out of it uh, the day of the race. I I've got to be ready. So going into your journey, going into your plan of action, where's your glycogen? Where's your reserves? Where's your fat loss? You know, what's being burned? The real, I mean, the reason why the Lumen device became so vital for my marathon training is that it told me, what am I burning? Okay, what do I have in storage? I've been trying to get into a carb zone so that I have storage enough to burn and go after what I'm trying to achieve in the marathon. But if I'm trying to lose weight, the Lumen device has been fantastic because it's given me the ability to know of when I am utilizing carbs for fuel or when I'm actually burning fat or I'm in a fat burning zone. And all of you that have gotten it uh, and then have used my code Dusty and have saved you know some money getting it, 
you have reached out to me and say, hey, this thing is this thing's awesome. This thing's clutch. I haven't heard a negative response to it yet because it just gives you insight on what your body's doing. Your glycogen storage has a lot to do with your weight loss journey, with your stall, with your reserves, with your fat loss, with your, it has a lot to do with it. So where does glycogen play a factor? It's one of the foundational things on your plan of action going forward. So I'm hoping that helps. I'm here at my destination. I will talk to you on the next episode. Find a way.